Hello, my friends. Welcome. This is the Joe Martino Show. My name is Joe, and today we're going to talk about spending time with your children. How do you maximize your opportunities to spend time with your children in a way that builds connection? Let's kick it off. This is the Joe Martino Show. You're listening to The Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan, specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show. All right, welcome back. I want to talk today about parenting. This, when this episode drops, it's the last week before my kids go back to school. I know some of my friends, their kids have been in school for weeks already, uh, even some almost a month, and some won't be starting here for a couple weeks. Uh, but, but the more I talk to other therapists, the more there is a theme coming up of parents who are, are well-resourced, parents who are uh, they're, 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 if, you, if you were to look from the outside, a lot of stuttering there, I apologize. There's so many things I want to talk about that I'm actually kind of a little paralyzed today. I'm not sure what I want to talk about. I don't know if you've ever been there. I don't know if you've ever been at a place where you're like, man, I just don't know. I want to talk about all this so much that I don't want to talk about anything. But that's kind of where I'm at today. So a little stuttering there. We'll restart here 50 seconds in. Uh, from the outside looking in, these parents would appear to be people that are well positioned to be very connected to their kids. And they're often not, and not only are they often not well connected to their kids, they don't know how to connect to their kids. They actually worry, and but they tell us therapists, they're like, but I don't know what to do. So we're going to talk about that today. And I suspect that this will be a shorter episode, but hopefully it's packed full of helpful information. Okay, so the first thing we have to remember, and this is important, this is something I go over with my clients all the time, this, I go over with other parents, any decision that you make to spend time in one place means you cannot spend that time in another place. Like, no duh, Joe. So like right now, I'm at work, and I'm at my Grand Rapids office, and I'm looking out the window into the parking lot, and I'll be honest with you, I sat here for about 10 minutes, and I tried to get this going, and it wasn't going well, and I thought about going to a coffee shop because I, there's a, quite a bit of writing that I want to get done, and I didn't get it done because I'm here doing this. Now, when I'm done with this, I'm going to go work on that writing. But I can't work on my writing and record the podcast at the same time. Because I'm at work, I'm not home cutting my grass. Wherever you choose to spend time, you can't spend it somewhere else. That, that is a simple but important truth for everyone to remember about how you spend your time. Because obviously, once we spend the time, we never get it back. And time is a limited commodity. I will never get back the hours that I've already spent this morning. They're gone. I'm never getting them back. I, I rode, I rode, my son and daughter rode in with me to our law office today. That's time spent with them. And when I'm in the car with them, I don't turn on the radio. I don't listen to audiobooks. I simply leave the radio off and sometimes we ride in silence, but that's time spent together. And often in that silence, conversations happen. And yes, I do have a rule that they can't be on devices. They can be on devices, but they have to have one ear out. So if they're on their device, I need one ear uncovered, no earphones in both ears. Uh, because we have to start with these two principles. Once you spend time one place, you can't spend it somewhere else. Not at the same time, right? No duh. And time is a limited commodity. The time you spend, you only get it once and you can only spend it once. So you have to be intentional about how you spend it. And most parents are on board with me here. A few parents push on me when they're like, wait, you don't take phone calls if your kids are in the car with you? Not too often. 
uh, not too often, especially if it's a short trip, 15 minutes or less, I can always call somebody after that trip's over. I do a lot of phone calls in my truck. Yeah, me too. I listen to a lot of audio books in my truck, to be honest with you. Uh, but, but not when my kids are with me because I can't listen to the audio book and spend time with them. That isn't how that works. So people who have spent time with me are going to be shocked by this. That's the first rule of how you spend time with your kids. You have to be intentional. You have to be intentional. So how this works is you intentionally ask them to hang out with you. Well, but Joe, they'll say no. Yeah, I know. I, they will say no. That's okay. Cajole them. Uh, bribe them. I don't care. Just get them in the car with you if you're going to run errands. Or if you're going to go do a project, get them to co-do it with you. They don't have to actually do anything. They can just stand there. Now, here's the thing. Intentionality. I have a lot of dads say to me, when I'm working on a project, I don't want to talk. There'll be plenty of time to do projects alone when your kids move out of the house. There will. You'll have plenty of time to do it then all by yourself and not talk to anyone. What you won't have is unlimited time with your kids to talk to them. Just hang out with them. Well, they go to their room. Oh, but, but by the way, ADHD moment here. Somebody wrote in and said they don't like my voices that I do. I love my voices, like the little voice that I did, that I just did right there. I love those voices. Well, I don't like them. Like, I like that voice too. Like, there's, I, I really feel like if I wasn't a counselor, I could have been a voice actor. Uh, probably not, but I can dream. But, but so they'll say no. And when they say no, just be like, oh, come on. It'll be fun. I'll buy you ice cream. Joe, I don't want to bribe my kids with food. I don't either, but I do sometimes. Here's the thing. You have to be intentional. And I'm going to really upset some people here. If you think going to their sporting events is being intentional, you're not right. Right? Normally we say you're not wrong. You're not right. The number one complaint I get from kids is, well, my parents, they just think going to my baseball game and spending time with me. It's not. Now, the ride there and the ride home could be. It all depends, but it could be. Depends on what you do with that ride. But actually being at the game, look, I love baseball. My wife and I have been watching Little League Baseball, having fun watching that, I've been watching the pros. I love it. Uh, but, but, but you sitting on the sidelines while they're playing isn't spending quality time with them. And here's, okay, so the first rule is, I'm about to tell you the third rule, but the first rule is, that's right, be intentional. Because time spent one place, you cannot spend somewhere else, and you'd never get time back. And I know I just said I was about to tell you the third rule and I haven't told you the second rule, but just work with me here, okay? First rule, be intentional. The second rule is to intentionally remove as many roadblocks as possible to your kids talking. So silence your phone, turn off the radio, turn off the TV, disengage from everything except your kid. Now, here's the thing. I'm not saying you got to sit there and stare in their eyes and be like, oh, child, I love you so much. I am saying that... There are roadblocks to your kids talking that are part of our natural life. I, I talk a lot on the phone while I'm driving. I dictate emails. I listen to audiobooks. Those are all roadblocks. But the more silence and peace that you find, the better your odds that your children will be willing to talk to you. And that's the point of this. We want to spend time with our kids so that they can talk to us. Because quality always comes out of quantity. I've said that before. I've said that numerous times. I'll continue to say it. And here's the thing, you don't have to spend every waking moment with your child. Even your little children, you don't have to spend every waking moment with them. You just have to spend enough time with them where they feel comfortable to talk. Which brings us to rule three, be safe. So if your kid tells you something that's going on that you want to react to with, with extreme emotion, don't. Be a safe 
person for your kids to talk to. This is really important, that you are a safe person for your children to talk to. If your children tell you what's going on with their classmates, what's going on with them, can they talk to you about their love life? Can they talk to you about their dating life? If they're, if they're age appropriate for that, can they talk to you? What can they talk to you? What do they feel like they can't talk to you about? And sometimes, let's just be honest, their kids, they're going to feel like they can't talk to you about something because they're kids. I was just talking to a friend of mine, has a 12-year-old son or a 13-year-old son, and he told me, he's like, I feel like I lost my voice partially on this one topic with him. I'm like, ah, eh, maybe, or maybe he's just 13, and he's learning what it means to stretch his wings and kind of get out from, from the old man. You, you, you know, that type of thing. And so this is an important distinction, but he, he is doing both himself and his family a great service by asking himself, have I lost my voice there? Have I done something that drove down my son's feelings of feeling safe, right? So, so we want to be intentional. We want to, we want to remove distractions. And then we want to be a safe person for our children to talk to. And, and then the fourth rule really flows very naturally out of the third rule and the fourth rule is, and, and this is something that my wife and I have made a cornerstone of how we parent, don't try to solve the problem for your children. Whatever the problem is, you don't need to solve it unless they ask you to. But instead, ask them questions about how they're trying to problem solve it. Ask them questions about how they're troubleshooting it. Ask them questions about what's going on in them. This time is about them. It's not about you. It's not about you feeling good about being able to solve your kids' problems. It's about you. And so you want to, or it's about them. See, I got it backwards there. It's about them, not you. I want to say that clearly. So you want to ask them questions about them and their process for how they're solving the problem that they're discussing with you. Now, here's the thing. I think those are all really good rules. I think those are good guidelines. They're good guideposts. There's four of them. Uh, sometimes when I talk about this, I'm like, okay, so here's four pillars for the table. But the actual table, the actual thing that you're going to put your meat and potatoes on, hey, I'm a country kid, I get to use those types of illustrations. The actual thing that you're going to put your, your meat and potatoes on is you're just going to invite them on repeat consistently to spend time with you. And you're not going to take rejection personally. This is where a lot of parents fall off because... They ask their kid and then they, they end up in an issue where they are stuck because they take rejection personally. And, and a lot of times, to, let's just be honest, our kids sit on our own traumas. They sit on our own issues. And so when they reject us, when they say no, we take it personal because we're acting out of our own trauma. And, and we, need to, we need to fix that. We need to deal with that. We need to process that. We need to move forward from that. And so when they say no, sometimes I'll say, okay. Sometimes I'll cajole them and be like, okay, well, God, come on, we'll get ice cream or we can pick up that thing you've been looking to do. Or I would really appreciate it if you just gave me an hour of your time. Do you want to go grocery shopping with me? And here's the thing, you got to learn to be flexible on this, right? So especially if you have teenagers. So like my wife went grocery shopping with my one daughter who at first was like, no, I don't want to go. And she was like, oh, I'd really appreciate if you came. And then the daughter went, but she stayed in the car while my wife did the grocery shopping. Well, they didn't spend time together. Actually, they did. They rode there and they rode home. It's the same thing as the baseball principle or, or the sports game principle. Here's the problem with sports and, and from what I hear from kids. Parents go, they yell, they embarrass the kids, and then all they want to talk about is the game on, on the way to the game or on the way home. And kids don't want to. They want to talk about other stuff. And so they get the, ah, whatever. 
because the kid senses that the game is more about the parents than the kid. I'm just telling you what I hear on repeat from, from teenage clients and from other therapists. And, and so one of the things that you want to look at is how are you spending that drive time? Uh, hey, I got to go to the hardware store. Do you want to go with me? Can you help me on this project? And they'll stand there and they're on their phone Snapchatting someone. <gasps> he lets his children have Snapchat. I have to turn this off. I do let my children have Snapchat. Uh, but they also start talking to me. And, and if we spend two hours together, maybe they talk to me for 40 minutes. But that's 40 minutes I don't get if I didn't invite them to be a part of that two-hour project. Just take them with you. Now, if your kids are younger, it's way simpler. I have an eight-year-old. And he just, like the other day, I was doing stuff in the yard. And he went with me. And he pulled a few weeds, very few uh, he, he turned, took the weed turner, you know, the little tool that you use and you pop them out and, and he tried to pop a tool out and it was fine. It was fun. He went in and told his mom, he's like, Oh, dad and I did so much work. And, and we didn't really, but to an eight year old, I could see how it felt that way. And we're just creating reps, repetitions of time together. And here's what happens if you do that over time, you'll create organic pockets for your family where conversations happen. But that organic time comes out of conversations that you intentionally put into place. How was your day? What was the favorite part of your day? What was your least favorite part of the day? What did you find most frustrating about today? What did you find most exciting about today? What are you grateful for today? What do you think about what's happening in Afghanistan? What do you think about what's happening? Pick the part of our country. Have conversations with your kids about their life and do your best to make it not about you, but about them. And just intentionally show up in their life where there's space for them to talk to you. Now, let's talk about dates for a minute. And there are people who all get all freaked out. I, I watch it all the time. Somebody puts up a picture, daddy-daughter date. Well, that's kind of weird that they're on a daddy-daughter date. What are they from? Fill in the state that is, is known for things that are inappropriate. I think dates are awesome. I think intentionally taking your kids out is awesome. I ran into a problem a couple years ago. I didn't have the resources to take all three of my girls out to a nice place every week or every other week, or even once a week, and my wife. So what, what we did was uh, I take my wife out on dates. I take my wife, my kids out on quarterly dates or, or seasonal dates. And then we do family dinner uh, out twice a month. And, and this is a time where like they're not allowed to have their phones at the table. We sit down and we talk. Now, we intentionally have dinner together regularly throughout the week. And I know people are like, well, we can't do that. And I always push back. I'm like, you can do that. But we're back to the beginning of this episode where we talk about, but wait, if you spend time here, you can't spend it there. And a lot of people, they spend time at the sports complex because they want their kids to get a scholarship that they're not going to get. And they sacrifice family dinner. Let's just call that what it is. Instead of saying we can't have family dinner, let's just say for whatever reason, we're choosing not to have family dinner. And I'm okay with that. I will not have family dinner with my family tonight because I'll be working because I choose to work evenings because I'm in, I'm in what I believe is a second shift job. Now, I know counselors who only work nine to five. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they serve people who need help, but but that's that's up to them. They get to make that choice. I make the choice that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I work evenings. But Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we don't do a lot of things outside of our family. We make sure that that family gets scheduled first, which I guess we could add this. Feel free to put it in your calendar. My problem with that is there has to be more organic times. So uh, I'm going to be tearing down a deck. I'm gonna, my kids are going to come out and stand around and talk to me. I guarantee it. And I'm going to invite them to. 
and I'm going to live with the distraction of them talking to me while I'm doing that. Now, not when I'm running a saw or something like that, right? We want to be safe, but we want to just, you just need to show up. You just have to show up. That's the biggest thing. You have to show up with intentionality by removing distractions. You have to be safe for them to listen to, and you can't solve their problems. You just, I cannot tell you how many kids tell me, I don't want to talk to my parents about whatever this problem is because they start telling me how they would fix it, and I need to process it. So become a person who learns to ask their children questions. Talk to them. I'm going to ask my, my kids over the next many months, I'm working on a project about values. I'm going to ask my kid, what do you, kids, what do you think our values are as a family? What are your values? If we were to shape those or add those, what are we going to do? And this will be an intentional conversation. And sometimes the kids are like, no, it's okay. They can say no tonight. I'm going to ask them again tomorrow. And if they say no tomorrow, what's, what's tomorrow? Wednesday? I'm going to say no Thursday, or I'm going to ask them Thursday. And if they say uh, no Thursday, I'm going to ask them Friday. And if they say no Friday, you get the idea. I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to take their no as personal because they are teenagers and I want to give them the space to be teenagers and I want to give them their own time. So my daughter tends, one of my daughters tends to hang out in a room with her cat. So be it. Go hang out with your cat. But if she doesn't come out and I've got this kind of internal clock in my head, if I don't see her enough in a week, I go hunt her down. Hey, how are you? What's going on in your life? How's your friends? How's so-and-so? And and here's the other piece of this. And this is true, guys. I'm telling you, I'm always amazed at guys and sometimes wives and, and women, who are given data points and they forget them. If your kid brings up, you start hearing a name a lot, ask about that person. Ask about that friend. Listen to the story and follow up on it. But I'm telling you, just invite them along with you. If you're going to the grocery store, invite them. If you're going to the hardware store, invite them. If you're going for a walk, invite them. If you're, if you're going to go eat ice cream, invite them. If you're going to watch a movie, invite them. That one isn't my, too much my favorite because you don't talk much. But at least you got the trip there and the trip home, right? Spend time with your kids. Do things that they like. If you want your kids to play, play sports, that's awesome. But do me a favor. On the trip home from the game, whatever the game is, Talk about the game a little bit, but turn the radio off and then talk to your kid about their life. Now, you might say, well, I could talk to them about the game there because I talked to them about their life other places. Awesome. If you do that, awesome. When you're in the vehicle with them, kill, kill all the distractions. Don't answer your phone. Don't turn on the radio. Don't turn on your favorite audiobook or podcast. Even this podcast, if you're listening to it right now and your kid's in the car with you, turn it off and spend time with them and listen to it another time. Well, Joe, I won't listen to it forever because the kids are always in the car with me. Okay, I'm okay with that. I will risk losing you as a listener. I'm okay with that. I am. Because the thing of it is, is I'm telling you, it goes so fast. One of the statements I heard years ago that has just always stuck with me and so profound, the days are incredibly long, but the years are oh so short. And and that's not original with me. Somebody said it to me, and I'm sure, I, I mean, at this point, I think it's like a social, like, I don't know where that started. But just invite your kids to, to, to go with you, to go do things with you. You're going to do yard work, invite them out with you. And, and like some people are like, well, I make my kids who are awesome. But I mean, I'm even talking about where they just stand there. You do the work and you talk to them. There, there's a payoff to that. You're building relational equity. Just spend time with your kids. Well, And if they say no, cajole them. If they still say no, say okay. But then ask again and ask again. Your kids want you to pursue them. And you don't have to spend every waking moment. My kids, one of the things that has happened, I've referenced this before, is organically they just show up in our bedroom at night and they talk to us 
and they lay on our bed and we're all in our bedroom, all six of us sometimes, and we're talking about different things from our dogs in past years uh, to our current dog to life at school, life at work. But 11 o'clock rolls around. I'm like, so, hey, I got to get up tomorrow morning. Could you guys, I got to get up earlier than you tomorrow morning. And if this does change a little bit during the school year, that doesn't happen quite as much because they want their sleep, which is good. Just continually invite your kids into your life so that you can talk to them about their life. So you got to run into the bank or, hey, you want to go to the bank with me? I don't like, what do you do on the daily that you can invite your kids to be a part of? That's what you need to ask yourself. If you have questions, email me, joe at joemartino.com. This is something we're really passionate about. We went, we, we're actually considering doing a seminar on this uh, as, as we hopefully move out of, of the COVID situation. Uh, we want to be offering more uh, seminars and retreats to people. We are planning on a couple's retreat to Florida the first weekend of November. I think it's November 5th is that weekend. So if you are considering going to that, um, please uh, block that out if you want to go to that one. So yeah, November like 5th, 6th, 7th, or 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, somewhere in there. We're only going to be able to take four to six couples. Um, and, and so that process, we'll be, we'll be rolling that out soon. If you're local and you want to... Uh, interact with me regarding children and technology. I will be at Flat River Outreach Ministries on August 18th doing a seminar on kids and technology, arming parents with some strategies about how to navigate uh, technology and their kids in a way that that is beneficial to your children and protects them. Uh, Be on the lookout for more information about that. All right, thanks so much for listening. If you found value in this, please share it with your friends. Uh, If you have questions, email me, joe at joemartino.com. All right, we'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend. And hey, give us that rating in your podcast store. Until next time, change possible.